Welcome to Strings Attached, the latest podcast on the PointCast Network. Strings Attached is a new podcast that focuses on demystifying topics that have been labeled as taboo and complex. This show connects us to hard truths, and sometimes these truths challenge opinions that we have, asking us the question why we believe the things we do. I encourage listeners to remain open-minded and welcome introspection as a path towards liberation and aligned action. Remember, the ability to change is available to us all. During the next four shows, we will be covering a topic that some have either deeply misunderstood or have a limited knowledge on. I think is something where we all have our own distinct ideas about what it is. And that's what I want to get to the heart of. And I want to add two caveats to that. Firstly, there's enough Andrew Tate styled two bros in a microphone podcast out there. This, this isn't going to be that. Secondly, I don't want any of my guests to be interpreted as monoliths for their demographics. We, we're aiming for diversity, but each guest is on here as an individual. They speak for themselves and have their own personal experiences. That being said, each show will be building upon the other, and it is our intention to both get a diverse interpretation of manhood and have listeners walk away thinking and asking themselves about their preconceived notions, ideas, and beliefs surrounding manhood. <laughs> I'm Nick Homburg. I'm a he, him, and I'll be sitting in for Sasha Estrella Jones. And with me on today's show is Ted. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. Great. Um, so, Ted, real quick, um, it's been a while, but how, like, how, like, what's what's new in your life? How you been? Let's have the audience get to know you a little bit. I've been good. So I'm 29 years old. I'm in my third year of medical school. I met Nick in, uh, I'd say, 2013-2014 at Community College. We we're both into theater, and he's been one of my good friends. I really appreciate getting to know him and. Um, since then. So I finished at community college. I went to Northern Illinois University, majored in psychology, uh, got a master's degree from Rush University in biotech, and uh, eventually got to med school. So looking into, if I had to choose right now, I'd probably be an OB-GYN, also interested in family medicine, want to work with low-income populations and uh, make a difference in uh, healthcare disparities. That's, that's amazing. Holy, <laughs> I, see, I, didn't, I didn't, it's been a while since we talked, so I didn't, uh... A lot of that's new info for me. That's awesome. <laughs> that's absolutely amazing. Um, I appreciate it. And Nick is one of the most talented artists you'll ever see, if if you don't know that already. Oh, well, yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's, I don't draw as much as I used to, but I definitely got to get back on that. Um, real quick, uh, I want to start with defining kind of what manhood is. And it, the, way, the way I want to start is I want to ask you, how do you define it? Like just the concept in general. I mean, I think manhood is just having the confidence to be who you're called to be, being a person for others, you know, dying to your ego and just being able to, you know, do what you're supposed to do without an audience, you know, following you around everywhere you go. So yeah, just being somebody who's down to earth and about their business. Do you think that so like a lot of the things I see when it comes to definitions, manhood and masculinity are like often used interchangeably. But like for me, I think masculinity is like behaviors any gender can do, be or have. Whereas like manhood, I kind of think of more like a cultural phenomenon that's that's associated distinctly with people who are perceived to be in like brought up to identify as men. Like, do you think there's really a difference or do you kind of just use them synonymously too? No, I could definitely see that. I feel like, like you said, I think any gender can be masculine. I think that's more of like, you know, I think of macho men or muscles, things like that. But manhood, I kind of feel like is a rite of passage, like getting your first job, 
you know, if you're straight, your first girlfriend, things like that. Like, I feel like manhood is steps that you go through in life. How were you socialized to understand um, the way that you understand manhood? Like through culture, family, movies, you know, whatever. Um, I think it's hard for me to identify explicit examples of being told what a man is supposed to be. But I feel like implicitly it was, you know, be able to make X amount of money, buy a house, be able to afford to raise a family. That was definitely it. And I feel like in my own personal life, those were like the struggles that I go through are when being in a position to provide those things, provide a house, provide enough money to raise kids, things like that. Like, that's what I feel like man has been told to me is supposed to be. Do you feel like you kind of agree with that summation of it? To a degree. I mean, I feel like it's kind of hard with the way that society's changed. I mean, I was just thinking before we interviewed, like, we've gone from a society where a high school degree was enough to buy a house and a car and all those things to now in a lot of fields, a master's degree isn't enough to get the job done. So it's like, I do feel like as a man, you do have a responsibility to at least try to provide, but I don't know. I don't think there's anything wrong with your wife making more money than you or, you know, it's, it's a weird, I think the lines are a lot more blurred now than they were. Yeah. I, I, I would, uh, I would agree with that. Um, un- unsurprisingly, most of those like cultural ideas of manhood stem from like world war two, like post-World War II America, that very booming economic time frame, like you said, right. the, the high school diploma. And I would say back then, almost exactly what you said, manhood was more of like a set list of things you'd have to do, like have a wife, have kids, work a nine to five to support them. Don't complain. Don't show any emotion other than anger. Discipline your kids, et cetera. That whole, the whole thing that we all kind of think of when that topic comes up. How do you feel that like those blurred lines, like how do you feel they've changed more so? Do you feel like, what, what do you think the major differences are now? In terms of like, like what roles are for a man or in terms of... Like, do you think that idea is even possible when intersecting with like today's economy or politics? I think it's possible. I just think it's tough to give yourself the grace to have delayed gratification. It's like, you know, I see, I'm in medical school. It takes, obviously it takes a very long time to get from, you know, pre-med to attending physician and it's it's tough when you see people getting married and having kids and going through all the stages of life while you're still in school and I mean so I think that you can still I do still see a path to like you know get married in your 20s have a house you can still do all those things but with the way that society's changed if you want to it may take a lot longer to get to your final destination I just think that you have to be able to give yourself grace to say okay I'm not operating on this person's timeline. This person might've got there before me, but I'm still gonna get there. I think what makes it difficult is social media. You're, you're seeing everybody's life play out in front of you now and you're seeing all the highlights. So you feel, you just constantly feel like you're behind. So I think you can still, you can still do it. It's just more difficult with, with social media. Do you think that that's something people should wanna do? Like, or do you think a more like kind of blended, like uh, say you have a wife or uh, your partner, your husband, your wife, whoever. Um, do you think that like you should both strive to have, what's the word? Um, instead of striving to just be like the sole breadwinner, head of the house kind of thing, do you think it would be better if both people work together to reach this sort of, I don't know, end point, whatever you wanna call it? I mean, I guess it depends on what you want. I mean, there's some people like, you know, my dad was a doctor. I didn't really see him that much growing up. He was always working. I mean, somebody might say, okay, I want two people at home or I want one person at least at home all the time because I want to have that. I feel like those interactions are important. Another person might say, I think it's good to see both parents working. It's a good example for a kid. So, I mean, 
I feel like that's up to you. If you want to, if you want your kid to have the example of two people working all for it, but I mean, I feel like it's just what the parents want the want the kids to see. That makes sense. I think personal decision making in that is makes a lot of sense. Do you feel like with the the the, the manhood things that we've sort of talked about, do you feel like there's any unique stressors that society from like that 1950s era still puts on men aside from maybe like a monetary one? Um, I mean, getting married is definitely a big one. Getting married, having kids. I feel like it's really money. I feel like really not necessarily being rich, but being financially stable at a at a certain age. I think that's the big the big uh, stronghold that's still on us. I gotcha. I think in in like in my interpretation of that, because um, I, I I noticed when it comes to like wedding and uh, marriage and kind of stuff like that. I see women really, they, they're really stressed out about it. It's something I've heard women talk about since like, if I ask, like I have a girlfriend right now. So if I ask her friends or her brother, how long has she been talking about getting married? They'll be like, since she was five. I'm like, that's (laughs) that's crazy. That's a long time to be thinking about that. She's 30 now. Like that's 25 to her. That's she's been thinking about marriage since I was two. Like that's (laughs) that's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Um, but and then when it comes to like making money in, in my thought process, that's um, since what was the suffrage move? It was the 20s or was it the 60s? No, it's the 20s. Um, ever since women were able to like, you know, own have bank accounts, make money, go to work at jobs. I feel like now, especially with the declining economy, um, well, we, we've been nearing recessions how many times in the past? I know, right. <laughs> It's now a big stressor for them too, especially single women. So I think, I think I agree with you in the in the idea that like this this overhanging idea of being the breadwinner is somehow tied to being a man is a big stressor. Yeah. yeah. But I think also in the current economic, whatever, in the current economy and the current politics that we have, it's just not really possible unless not feasible, you, no. it, yeah, unless you've already started with money. Exactly. Exactly. You have a big divide of people who come from money and don't necessarily have to be, you know, let's say you, you want to take more time in school or take a more circuitous route to get to where you want to be. You have a family that can provide for you as you get there. So if you want to get married, they'll pay for the wedding. If you want to buy a house, they'll give you the down payment. But if you're starting from zero, that's a lot of pressure on you. And I mean, I think that position is hard if you want to be, a, you know, if, if your wife is like a you know, a school, a school teacher or something where they're not making big money. It's like you're expected to provide everything. That's that's a tough position if you don't come from something. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have a friend. He's an engineer and his wife is a school teacher and they sort of fall into that. Like he makes the, the more, you know, he makes more money so that she can do what she loves. But it's still just like interesting to me the way that their dynamic is. It's not really traditional. You know yeah. what I mean? But they just like if you look at them just on paper at their jobs, it's like, oh, this is a traditional household. Right, Except, right. No, it is not. What do you mean by that? When I say traditional, I kind of mean like that 1950s thought process. So for him, he's an engineer. He works for some sort of fridge company. I don't know. He, but he makes a lot of money. He just bought a second house. Oh, wow. That's what, that's what I mean. Like she does teaching because she just loves teaching. Right. Um, for her, it's not about the money. But for him... He, well, he probably also just loves fridges or whatever, <laughs> but it also makes him a lot of money, enough right. to buy two houses. On paper, 
you might think that's like a traditional sort of like, oh, he's the breadwinner, man of the house kind of thing, but it's not like if you talk to them, they don't, that's they don't not see it that way. You're right, right. That's not their mindset at all. What do you do for work now? Since you said you're um, working your way up through school, do you work? No, I mean, med school takes up all my time. So I'm pretty much supported by student loans, which which makes that process a little bit more difficult. You know, if, you know, I'm 29. I want to, you know, date, get married. It's kind of difficult with, you know, student loans paying the bills. So <laughs> I feel you. Um, how do you feel that 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 situation has sort of affected um, your perception on manhood or even just like how you feel about yourself and your own manhood? It's been tough. Tough. It's been tough. You know, I, I put those standards on myself. I had a relationship that kind of fell apart in undergrad because that person wanted to be a school teacher and get married and have kids. And I was expected to be the breadwinner. And it was like, I felt like I was failing as a man because I was, you know, mid 20s, not really on the cusp of making a lot of money. And, you know, now I'm 29, not making any money. And sometimes I tell myself, like, man, are you a real man? You're you don't have a job. You can't buy a house. And I try to remind myself, hey, it's there's a greater good that I'm working towards. And I try to remember that being a man isn't about what you do. It's about who you are. Uh, no job can make you a man. That's, that's your character. I had a, my last rotation was in the ER. They make you do one shift phone and nurse around. <clears throat> there was a nurse who, uh, the nurse that I followed around was a former veteran. He was in the military for 25 years and then went to nursing school. I mean, this guy's, this guy's a real down to earth country dude. Like you might think of nursing as being a more feminine uh, occupation, but there's no way in hell you could ever say that this dude's not a real man. Like he freaking served our country. He's a true macho man. Like, and I would never say that somebody's more of a man than him just because they are a doctor. Cause there's some nerd that studies in the room all day and makes more money. Like that's not what being a man is about. So got you. I have my low moments where I struggle financially and I'm like, man, I'll be a real man when I'm making X amount of money. I just have to catch myself and be like, that's not what it's about. It's about character. It's about how you treat people. It's about who you are on the inside. So. Um, So real quick, we're down to our last five minutes. So I want to run you by a fun little game. It's called Mm -hmm. agree or disagree. (laughs) It's a little game show kind of idea. I thought would be fun. And basically how it works is I'll say a scenario and you tell me if you agree or disagree. I'll give you an example. Uh, the name of this portion, agree or disagree, is a creative name. You answer. I would agree. Agree. All right. The name of this portion is apt. I would agree. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be split into sections, but I don't think we'll have time for all the sections. So I'll probably just do section one, but they all got a bit of a theme. Um, and if you want to talk about qualifiers or like discrepancies, maybe you have um, you got to sit and think about it. Maybe you don't have a full agree or disagree. We can talk about that after. All right. Section one, as a forewarning, gets a little heavy. So just prep yourself for that. Uh, men shouldn't cry. Disagree. Disagree. The most socially acceptable emotion for men to express is anger. I would agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the middle there on that one. So we can talk about it later. Um, okay. Men are allowed to express any emotion, but crying specifically should be reserved for something extreme like death or trauma. Disagree. Same. Um, Men can express any emotion anytime for any reason. <laughs> disagree. Disagree. All right. Um, I actually agree with that one, but. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, yeah. Well, um, is this what I think or what I think society thinks? It's what you think. Oh, okay. My uh, I, I'll, I'll work on the, the wording for that. Um, 
but we can go back later. Sad boy hours is cathartic. I agree. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) emotional intelligence, as in learning what emotion someone is feeling, like yourself, and how to properly communicate it is important. I would agree. Agree. Um, Working out and is it acceptable replacement for therapy? Disagree. It's big disagree. Um, Sometimes. Every now and then. Every now, yeah, like that is a replacement, but we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, Sometimes I'm so overwhelmed while being unable to identify the emotion that I'm feeling that I'll sit in my, my car, my parked car, and just sit. Uh, maybe that's what I'm doing, so I'll agree. <laughs> <laughs> Men don't go to anyone to talk about their problems because, quote, no one cares. Um, I'm in the middle. I'll say, I'll say disagree. Disagree? Okay. Um, therapy is the best resource in order to learn emotional identification and healing. Strongly agree. Strongly agree. Um, men make up 49% of the population, but nearly 80% of suicide rates. That's a fact, isn't it? So that's a straight fact. <laughs> yeah. Um, that one's, that one's different from the rest of them. And it's, it's that one. Um, so, um, let's see, where did we, I remember men can express any emotion at any time for any reason. We kind of disagreed on that one. Were you answering for society or for yourself in that one? Actually, I would say for both society and myself, I feel like that's, you know, yeah, there's there's times where I would see, like, if I saw a man acting a little bit, like, let's say I'm in the ER and I see, you know, there's just somebody's coded and I see a man frantically, you know, panicky and I'd say, I'd say be a man and get your stuff together. Dang. Okay. I think, I think for some people that sort of um, tough love really works for them. I know yeah. for me, that would not work for me. <laughs> if I'm in the ER and I'm panicking, um, the best thing to do is to like try and like talk me down. Oh, um, okay. Like, hey man, it's all right. You know, you'll be okay. And I understand for some people, I know some dudes who, if you try to do that, like actual um, kindness to them, they'll get mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. like get pissed off about it. Um, this one dude I used to know, he... I would like just talk to him. We would get like, I, it was a big group of people and we would get drunk by a campfire and we would talk <laughs> about, yeah, but it was just in someone's backyard. So <laughs> we would talk and he would, I would be like, sort of um, to be like, Hey man, like, how does that like make you feel that this, this thing and this thing is happening? He's like, don't patronize me. I'm like, I'm not, I'm just I'm trying to help you out. Right. I'm trying to help you out. No one talks, you know, you don't get to express your emotions. You just said that. And he's like, yeah. don't patronize me about it. And I'm like, all right well then like why why not and he's like because you talking to me like that makes me feel like a child and i was like oh okay that's why that's why <laughs> i get it but that's wild to me because for me yelling yelling at me that's what makes me feel like a child oh yeah oh yeah because that's like that's like where where my childhood was i would get yelled at a lot so if you yell at me i'm like don't treat me like, like a child a kid, right yeah but if you're trying to like engage with me and talk with me, I'm like, oh, we're equal adults. I see. Okay. Exactly. exactly. But yeah, I think for everyone, it's a little different. One that I think is interesting on here real quick is that the sitting, being overwhelmed and sitting in a parked car uh, <laughs> and just staring at nothing. I do that a lot. I guess that's why I'm doing it. I didn't realize. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Sometimes it's just a break. I, I can concede sometimes it's just you taking a break. But I think uh, for a lot of, at least for me and some of, the, some of the other guys I know, it's an emotion that you're just not sure 
how to express. Yep. And so you just you just can't. You just sit and you're just like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and it feels like all the time has passed while like no time is passing at all. Right. It's, it's very weird. Um, all right. So with that, um, Ted, anything you'd like to plug, promote, say, or express before we sign off? Man, just thank you for having me, man. Mental health matters and men's mental health matters. And just be the man that you are. Don't try to be anything else but yourself because yourself is uh, you are enough who you are. Agree. Big agree with that. Um, Okay. Uh, Thank you very much for being on here with me. Um, And thank you to our listeners for your participation. We want to encourage listeners to continue this discussion through our social media pages on Facebook and Instagram. Um, This podcast has been brought to you by Pointcast News and Eliag Productions, a studio for podcasters, musicians, and anyone who has anything to say. Uh, To listen to any of our podcasts, visit our website at pointcast.news or visit us at Apple Podcasts. Join us next time. Until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and take care.